Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. I have private security because my body is worth being on this planet right now. Far left Democrat squad member Cory Bush of Missouri is now under federal investigation for misusing federal security money. Well, 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 well. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. What message does it send by waiting two days to, to strike back, back at, at this point? As, uh, as we said, Amr, uh, and as the president has said, uh, we'll, uh, we're going to respond, uh, and we're going to do it, really, uh, in a way, in a time of our own choosing. Who's your captain? Howie Carr. That bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another f***ing war. Jeez, you kiss your mother with that mouth? Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. What a busy day news nationally and locally. And I guess the first story to get to today, we got to get to some local stories and then we'll come back to them later on in the show. But this uh, this story about uh, moving the illegal aliens now to, to Roxbury. I mean, again, this is the clearest indication yet that, uh, you know, that the, the rich people have no intention of taking them in, as if we didn't know that already, as if as if I've, we haven't talked about this over and over again, at least since August, when they they uh, first asked for rich people to to take the uh, take the MS-13 gangbangers and the uh, ISIS and the uh, Al Qaeda terrorists and Hamas, et cetera, into their homes, and of course nobody nobody wanted to do it. So you know they moved them into the into the back bay for a while, and you know. <laughs> that wasn't going to work because you got all these condos around there, or the state transportation building, which it's it's a nice place because none of the, none of the uh, hacks go there. I mean, the, the the clerical staff goes there, and they were concerned, of course, about getting raped and murdered by the uh, criminals coming across the border, but no, they didn't care about it. But the the people that cared are the people who own the three, four, five million dollar condos around there in the uh, in the ritzy restaurants the steakhouses so they were they weren't going to stay there very long and you know they keep them and then uh, they're not going to stay at logan airport that's just that just looks so bad to have them at logan airport so they they move them around they move them to to east cambridge to the half abandoned courthouse on uh, right at the, the old Le- the leachmere station there on uh, Cambridge Street, and uh, but they got no, you know, they got no plumbing to handle it. Plus, they got the Registry of Deeds, and the people at the Registry of Deeds are concerned because you know they don't want to get raped and robbed and murdered and have their cars broken into, and have all the other celebrations of diversity. Plus, there's no, uh, there, there's no sprinkler systems. The, the half of the building has been abandoned. So now they're going to move them into the uh, into the recreational center uh, at the. Um, at the Melnia Cass uh, Recreation Complex uh, because they they got they at least have plumbing 
and it's easy to get security down there because it's you know it's it, it, the streets are big. It, it'll be easy to call the cops uh, or the uh, you know the fire trucks if they if the illegals set fire to to the places like they're setting fire to other motels in the uh, up further out from Boston. But I mean, it's just it's just outrageous. Why us? Why us? Asked a uh, asked a Roxbury resident in a community virtual forum Monday night, hosted by City Councilor Tanya Fernandez Anderson. And here's another irony: she's an illegal alien. She was an illegal alien. She's she bragged she's the first illegal alien African Muslim city councilor, and she's also was fined five thousand dollars for hiring her sister and one of her sons for her staff in violation of all anti-nepotism laws. She's also the one who was uh, mugged and uh, robbed of her cell phone and, uh, at, at uh, dusk on the uh, Melnia Cass, uh, at the Mass and Cass uh, homeless drug addict encampment last summer on the uh, Roxbury South End line. So she's the one who's handling this, and Michelle Wu just rolled over. And the, I mean, the, the state owns the building, the uh, the recreation center, so they can call the shots. But somehow, I just can't see Mumbles Menino or even Ray Flynn, let alone Kevin White, caving into this and just saying, "Oh, it's the Lord's will. It's the Lord's will." Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. One woman says that said the state is treating the neighborhood like garbage. Rich communities won't get this, said another participant. It's disrespectful. No kidding. No kidding. Former Senator Diane Wilkerson, a jailbird, the one who stuffed the $100 bills in her bra, she said the fact that they can't tell us today that they have alternate sites for the programs they displaced is just despicable for me. So there are programs for senior citizens. There's programs for for kids, athletic programs, after school. They don't give a bleep. It's the illegal aliens, Uber Alice. It's inexplicable. It should not be acceptable on any level. Elections have consequences. For Roxbury, just like for, uh, just like for Yarmouth or Quincy. 844 500 They 844 They 500 And, you know, and, and Michelle Wu goes on uh, National Panhandler Radio and says, well, you know, they don't have any plans. And, and the, the tide doesn't stop. you got to close the border and start deporting them. As, as Trump says, starting with the criminals. Starting with the criminals. 844 The other big story, try not to let this destroy your faith in the integrity of the Massachusetts State Police, but four more of them have been arrested today and charged with a conspiracy, fraud, bribery taking, et cetera, et cetera. These are people too, too current and too retired, retired, I'm sure, just ahead of the grand jury in a photo finish with the grand jury. And uh, they're charged with uh, selling a CDL license, commercial driver's licenses. This is serious stuff, you know. That's truck driver's licenses. A lot of people got killed when there was a scandal like this in Illinois. Two governors actually went to the pen, a Republican and a Democrat, I believe. 
but uh, but a number of, more importantly people got killed because they were un, unqualified drivers and they they have all the texts we're gonna we we're gonna uh, put the texts I think online on on our website howwecarshow.com and we're gonna tweet them out all the uh, texts from the uh, press conference this morning by the uh, U.S. attorney and you know once again I just finished writing my column for the Herald that I I don't understand the greed here. The, the, these people are all millionaires, or they, or they will be at the end of the day. The, the leader of the group, the head of the, of the uh, CDL division, is a sergeant named uh, Gary Cedarquist. He's from Stoughton. Do you know how much Sergeant Cedarquist made, Quist made in uh, 2022? Legitimately, this, forget the payoffs, $331,000, He made, a, you know, as they closed in on him, he made 182000 last year. His, uh, his consigliere alleged was a guy named Joel Rogers. Joel Rogers made 174000 last year. He made 184000 in 2022. And they got, they got all kinds of overtime. Yeah, and all they they had more money than than God. I checked the I checked the payrolls today, the state payrolls. I just you know ran the top numbers. And the the guys that I'm about to be talking about are not crooked, but they're making so much money. There are 31 Massachusetts state troopers making over three hundred and six thousand dollars a year. I know that's small potatoes compared to the DEI welfare program at the University of Massachusetts, but still, it's an amazing amount of money. I mean, I, again, I know I've been around for forever, but I can remember being sent to the state house on Saturday where the state troopers' wives were having demonstrations against Mike Dukakis because they were having to apply for food stamps. That's how little they were being paid. And until the early 70s, they were they were stuck uh, having to live three, four days a week in the barracks. And, and now they're making these huge sums. The two retired guys that they caught, that they arrested yesterday, you know where they arrested them? Florida. One down here in the Southern District, another one in the Middle District, which I guess is Orlando. So, I mean, there are, all these guys are retired to Florida. All the troopy embezzlers out on the pike, they're all, not, I think two of them, maybe two, two maximum, went to prison. The rest of them are all retired down here in Florida. And yet they, they can't stop stealing. It's, it's, it's kleptomania that's going on. And, of course, they say, oh, this has nothing to do with the state police. But, you know, as I said in my column, this was, this was shaping up as a good month. Only one state cop had been arrested all month long, and we were, we're at the end of the month. And then I looked that guy up, Trooper Gerard. I missed, I mixed, I, uh, I mentioned him last night. Guess what? It was his second drunk driving arrest in 18 months. The, fir- the first drunk driving arrest got broomed. You know who got broomed by? Which judge? Judge Bebo. Yes, the father of Ali Bebo. The hack who was involved in the scandal that brought down the entire state police hierarchy back in 2017, 2018. And now, and now all those guys are retired making uh, 170, dollars $180,000 a year in pension funds every year. 
even though they retired in disgrace. And uh, and Bebo is still uh, is still looking the other way on these drunk driving cases, and God only knows what else. But so they, so he, he brooms this guy Giroux's case. He he passed out in his uh, in his uh, estranged wife's house. Excuse me, in her in her driveway at uh, like 1.15 on a Sunday morning with a bottle of Tito's vodka, handmade vodka, in his uh, in his car. That was in August of 2022. Bebo broomed the case in uh, last May, and now the guy's arrested again. It, it doesn't end with these people. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. We're going to take your calls on the, uh, the situation in Roxbury, now they're uh, they're the latest uh, working class poor community that's uh, being punished with uh, the virtue signaling of the elites, and uh, we're going to talk about the corruption, the endemic corruption in the Massachusetts State Police. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I'm Howie Carr. If you missed any part of the show, we've got you covered. You know what, guys? This could be a podcast. Subscribe to the Howie Car Radio Network on your preferred podcast platform and start listening to previous shows and exclusive podcast-only features. Huh, it's actually not a bad idea. The Howie Car Show is back. Four four five hundred forty two forty two. I love my pillows products. I sleep with their pillows. I wear their slippers. I dry off with their towels. Now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at mypillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, go to mypillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is where should the latest batch of illegal aliens be allowed to flop? Arlington, Brookline, Cambridge, or Roxbury? Arlington we threw in there because that's where uh, the governor lives now with her latest uh, gal pal who used to work under her at the uh, attorney general's office. Uh, I'm going to vote for Brookline. 21% say Brookline, 60% say Cambridge, 14% say Arlington, 5% say Roxbury. Yeah, Roxbury does not deserve this. That's the last thing they deserve, you know. And, and Roxbury got screwed on this uh, on on the uh, mass and cast disaster when they had the field that the junkies were using, throwing down all their needles. So they they lost their football program, or their football program basically contracted into next to nothing because nobody wanted their kids out rolling around uh, making tackles and falling on the dirt when there were a bunch of uh, needles it, there, and so now now they're going after their track. It's it's just obscene what's going on, and and the and all the and you know I could be wrong, but I don't think Roxbury ever virtue signaled very much. They, Ver, Roxbury never said, "Hey, you know, we'd we'd really love to have some, we'd really love to turn uh, you know Roxbury Crossing into Little Mogadishu or Little Caracas." No, I don't think anyone ever said that. 844-500-4242-781. Where are the Antifa marches and riots in Roxbury over this racist move? Good question. 
Uh, speaking of the the state troopers, 508 says, I got pulled over for an inspection. The trooper asked me why no inspection sticker. I said I didn't want to give any more money to the communist utopia. Hey, what happened to Troop E? I guess the E must stand for eliminated. Why are you messing with Turtle Boy, I said. Yeah, that's another point. They got they had they had six cars that came to arrest Turtle Boy in Holden, Massachusetts. Six state police cars. I don't I don't think any of the people that were arrested this morning in in Florida the last yesterday were uh, were in those uh, were in those SWAT teams. Ann, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Ann. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, so um, I've been on disability for quite a while, and I, um, I, I, I get fuel assistance, and I've been doing it for years. And this year, for this season, I'm applying, and it, it took forever to get a, you know, an answer. So I called, and I said, you know, what's happening? And they said that I needed to present um, information about whether or not I was a, a legal citizen of the United States before <laughs> they could okay it. <laughs> you're I, sure I, they I you're sure they didn't say so we could turn you down if you're a legal citizen of the United States? I mean, what a I, joke. I know. I, I, I like my jaw drops like I was numb. I was numb. <laughs> but so all the illegal uh, aliens are going to be moving into Roxbury and they're going to be yeah. ejecting American citizens, including kids. And know, the the ki- the kids the kids who go to play there and you know take part in the track program they have to bring their own food or their own uh, drinks, but the illegal aliens yeah. will get everything they get everything delivered. I know, I know, it's crazy. I had to present my um, birth certificate, my ID. My son lives with me. I had to present his. I, I was like, oh my! I said, what else? Want yeah. my fingerprint? What? I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for, I, I can't, I don't know what to tell you, Ann. This is, again, elections have consequences, and these are the catastrophic consequences of electing Democrats. It gets worse and worse. Sean, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Sean. Hey, Howie, nice to talk to you, man. Hey, why can't they send these illegals out to Martha's Vineyard? All the hotels are empty. No one's out there. Houses are empty. Condos, what? I agree. How, I'll bet Barack Obama's property could house 10,000. You know, set up set up tents, bring in uh, bring in uh, outdoor heaters for them, right? Who's by the elites, right? They could look great right now. How's yeah. all these people? Just put your money yeah. where your mouth is. You're not staying there. Exactly. Hate has no home here. We must always remember that when we're dealing with uh, Martha's Vineyard or Nantucket. Hate has no home here. I should have put Martha's Vineyard on that list too. I was just doing it at the last minute. But well, we, know, we know what happens when they go to Martha's Vineyard. So, someone texted me yesterday and said, what would Charlie Parker be doing if he were still the governor? He, he would be running around in a dither, like a chicken with his head chopped off, even worse than COVID. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242-508. Isn't Cedar Junction and Walpole offline? I, I think they're closed. I don't know if it's closed yet or not, but they're, they're, they're going to close it. They're going to close Cedar Junction and Concord. Those are the, I thought those were the two biggest prisons in, uh, in the state system. There's beds and toilets in each room, kitchen large enough to feed them, and even plenty of gym space. Kitchen? 
kitchen? As if you think they, they cook their own food? They have culturally appropriate food delivered to them. They haven't got time. They're too busy shoplifting and robbing and uh, stealing and breaking into cars and filing, uh, filing complaints charging uh, discrimination and racism. To, they, they have no time to cook or to make their own beds or to, uh, or to look for jobs. Come on, be serious. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. Story in the Jerusalem Post, IDF is finally revealing, they've been revealing this, but they always censored it, how it's flooding Hamas underground world with anti-tunnel tool. They call it Atlantis. I wonder why they call it Atlantis. The IDF said the flooding tool is one of many for fighting Hamas's uh, tunnels, including after explosives, robots, airstrikes, and sending in soldiers. It just sounds like it's going very slowly. Uh, flooding system most effective closer to coast, obviously, right? But they, they, they have so many more miles than they thought they had, so it's going to take a long time. A statement said the system, the, the flooding system, is a breakthrough for fighting, Hamas, it, it, fighting Hamas's tunnels and exemplified positive cooperation between the defense ministry, the IDF, and other defense uh, bodies. 844-500-4242. People want to put it, a lot of people want to put it in Newton, want to put all these illegals in Newton, Newton South Recreation Sports Complex. Yeah. Uh, I think Devons is the biggest prison, but Devons is federal. That's the difference. You can't, uh, you can't really here. You can't really do that. Uh, so anyway, we have posted the uh, the text messages at both HowieCarshow.com and we have tweeted them out at HowieCarshow. So you can you can read the text messages and see some of the uh, some of the things that they were saying and laughing and and so and a little bit of the swag, some snowblowers that they got. They were and they they were getting paid off very cheaply. Like the one one of the guys that was getting uh, getting these uh, favors, getting his friends uh, CDLs, worked for a spring water company, a spring water company. Cedar Quest, this is the guy who made three hundred thirty one thousand, allegedly gave passing scores to three applicants from the company that that failed, in exchange for bribes of free inventory from the water company, including cases of bottled Fiji Voss and Essentia water, mm. cases of bottled Arizona iced tea and coffee and tea products. Mm. I mean, that's okay. Fiji's, Fiji's nice, Fiji is delicious. Fiji and Voss are pretty expensive. Essentia is not that expensive though, is it? Essentia is like a, uh, a knockoff of uh, smart water, is it not? What kind of coffee are we talking about? It just says coffee and tea products. Hmm. And, and that could bottles. make the difference for me. In bottles of Arizona iced tea, so but it seems like it's kind of uh, cheap to get the, to be getting uh, CDL licenses. You know? It depends how much of it you drink. I guess, I guess. Uh, th- uh, Six oh three says Massachusetts feels like a giant prison for taxpayers. <laughs> no escape. There are a few empty Sears stores still around. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Empty Sears stores. Yeah, exactly. 
There's one at the Natick Mall, isn't there? Unless they've filled unless they've filled it up with something. Anyway, it's now time for Grace with the news. Yes, Howie. Um, there's a story out of Harvard. This is from the New York Post. Harvard's diversity chief hit with 40 plagiarism accusations in wake of the Claudine Gay scandal. Harvard University's chief diversity and inclusion officer, her name is Sherry Ann Charleston, has been hit with dozens of plagiarism allegations tied to her academic work, including one claim that she failed failed to properly cite her own husband's study. Racism, Grace. This is nothing but racism. The Ivy League school was handed... How, how much, a, do we know how much Ms. Charleston makes? Doesn't say here, but I'm sure we could find out. And also, it seems like someone dropped a dime. It says the Ivy League school was handed an anonymous complaint on Monday listing at least 40 examples of alleged plagiarism. <laughs> So somebody was not happy with Sherry. So Ann. somebody did that between the two football games on on Sunday. Yeah. I, I assume that if you, if you can find forty, you can probably find a few more. This is dating back to 2009, a decade before she joined Harvard. The allegations, which include failing to properly cite other scholars' work and not referencing them in footnotes, come just weeks after Harvard University President Claudine Gay resigned from her top post. So more bad news for Harvard. The hits you just could almost say coming. this is almost, uh, you, you know, some kind of trend that DEI people just steal other people's work and and don't think they're ever going to get caught. I wonder why that is, Grace. Inadequate citations. What was the other way they described it? Yeah, I forget. What, Borrowing I forget. other people's verbiage or something. It also says, I like this word. It says that alleged instance of plagiarism came after Charleston rehashed large portions of her husband's paper in a peer-reviewed article they co-authored in 2014, according to the complaint. Just some classic rehashing, Howie. Oh, Sherry Ann Charleston. And they have a nice picture of her. Oh, I should, we should, you know what? I should tweet this, I should tweet this story out. Get on it, sir. This is hot off the presses. Oh, another feel-good story today. There's so many. Yes. (laughs) Um, Switching gears here, dozens of U.S. government workers, including Defense and State Department, plan to go on a one-day hunger strike for Gaza in protest of Biden's support of Israel. So we talked a couple weeks ago, Howie, about how these workers were planning a day of mourning where they were going to have a walkout where they just didn't show up to work. They weren't going to actually walk out of work. They were just going to anonymously stay home which I wasn't sure how that was going to work. But this one I understand. They're they're going on a hunger strike for one day. This is the Feds United for for Peace. The Feds United. Are they going to release their names this time or is this going to be another anonymous thing? So just the so if you know if you get hungry you can you could stash a bag of M&Ms. It says the activist federal employees say their goal is to force a conversation in their offices. They claim many federal employees support a ceasefire but are scared of speaking out for fear of retribution. They're going to they're going to dress up in black or wear scarves and um yeah, it's going to be a 24-hour hunger strike. Well, that should make a big difference. Yes. They should get they should stop the flooding of the Hamas tunnels. You know, how are they going to plan their next uh, their next genocidal massacre? 
Another big story today, New York Representative Jamal Bowman promoted 9-11 conspiracy theories on his blog. Now, Howie and I were talking earlier this morning about Joy Reid and that leaked audio from her show. And Howie, you had said to me, oh, she can just blame it on the time-traveling hacker. But that excuse might be used up for today. I think only one person can use the time-traveling hacker alibi per day. Squad member Representative Jamal Bowman. Wait, wait a second. Why doesn't he just say that he was, uh, he, he was threatened by a white supremacist? Like that's what Cori Bush Bush is going to say when she's indicted, right? The the uh, the squad member from St. Louis who's going to be charged with uh, apparently uh, misusing federal security funds. Yeah. Right? And, and by the way, did you do you know what yesterday was, Grace? We we missed it, both of us. You know yeah. what it was? It was an anniversary yesterday. Oh, um, it was the anniversary. I saw this on social media, and now I'm blanking. It was the fifth anniversary of Jesse Smollett. Oh yes. I was thinking about uh, you know having Taylor pull some cuts, but you know we were kind of five over, years. We're kind of overwhelmed with uh, you know with all the local stuff and uh, all the uh, the Iranian everybody you know all the Biden people trying to surrender at once. It's been five years. Five years. That's crazy. What a time to be alive that was when we were talking about the subway sandwich and the the rope and all, all of the things. That was I really think, Howie, I attribute the fall of Jesse Smollett to that fact that he didn't let go of the subway sandwich because you don't even have to be a really good detective to know that if you were being accosted by two people. You dropped the sandwich, even if you were a sandwich. Well, there, I mean, there were so many problems. How about the fact that it was one of the coldest days of the year? It was after midnight, and these guys were MAGA guys. I Did you know? I never knew who Jussie Smollett was. I And I asked other people who were Trump voters. No, no one had ever heard of this guy. No one had ever heard of his show. Yeah. I, I've heard of the show, but I hadn't heard of him. I've heard of The Empire State which seems like a rather ironic name for New York given its condition, but I'd never heard of the show. Yeah. Well, Representative Jamal Bowman, this is from the Daily Beast, promoted wild conspiracy theories about 9-11 on his personal blog during his previous career as a middle school principal, the Daily Beast has discovered. After being asked about his writing, the New York Democrat disavowed it, saying in a statement on Monday that he regrets his posts and does not believe in those theories. And I'm sure, Howie, I think you are right. I'm sure soon it will be um, the the story will become how Republicans are weaponizing and pouncing and seizing on these old blog posts. Right. By the way, did you see the story yesterday? In the uh, it was an op-ed piece in the uh, Wall Street Journal. The guy said he was tired of the word weaponize, and then he just obviously just Googled weaponize, and he came up with about a million different ways that uh, the the stupid word has been used. Yeah, I I like. I'm starting to take it back. You know, I like to use it now. Pounce. Seize. I saw one another one this weekend. Capitalize. Oh, that's a good one. I also like milk when they say Republicans are milking something. <laughs> uh, UPS announces twelve thousand job cuts after number of packages drops and incomes decline by one point eight seven billion dollars. They say twenty twenty three was a disappointing year. The company's income has declined by one point eight seven billion in the last year and a spokesman for UPS said that 97% of the cuts are set to take place in the first half of the year. What the heck? Mm-hmm.
And Howie, one last thing, which I know you hit on yesterday, and you'll probably get back to it today at some point. But John Kirby says he doesn't want to impugn the UNRWA despite terrorist ties. And the Wall Street Journal noted that around 10 percent of all of the Gaza Gaza staff from the UNRWA have ties to militant groups. um, And it further indicated, which I think is an even more shocking statistic, that nearly half of all the employees, an estimated 49 percent, have close relatives who have official ties to militant groups, especially Hamas. But we wouldn't want to impugn the reputation of the UNRWA. Like like the Houthis, like uh, Hezbollah through Iran, like Ukraine and Russia, we're on both sides. We're we're bankrolling both sides. The the country is $34 trillion in debt. We're, We're flat broke and we're giving money to Muslim savages to kill our allies in the Mideast. And then we're arming, and, and we're being tougher uh, with our allies, pr- providing them, uh, resupplying them with military weapons than we are with uh, with the, the Arab savages. Yeah, it really is bizarre when you think about it that we're calling up, like Joe Biden's calling up Bibi and basically asking him to lay off Hamas so that his voters don't get mad at him. And yet we're sending billions of dollars to Iran. And and you're right, Howie, about the Iran proxies, Iran, you know, militia-backed groups. It's Iran. And the fact that so many outlets are going out of their way not to say that is just kind of telling. By the way, I'd like to welcome uh, Brandon to Palm Beach County. Is that where he is? Well, he is. He's going to be in Miami later, but he's in Jupiter Ooh. right now at the Pelican Club. And... Uh, I'm just looking at uh, someone just uh, posted something on Twitter uh, of the of the crowds uh, chanting and screaming at him, and uh, I can't, we can't play it on the air. It's all obscenities. There are no Biden signs, no Biden stickers. It's just uh, it's just Trump people and uh, anti uh, anti Biden people. He's not going to like that. What the heck does he care? He said he's done all he can do with the border. Do you hear that comment? Done all I can. This is this is the, this is him trying his best. Really, he meant to say, "I'm all done." <laughs> He's all. He hasn't done all that he can. He's all done. That's it for me, Howie. I'm all Thank done. You. Thank you, Grace. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Wait, that's not true. The way to a man's heart is through his pillow. Get your loved one something special from My Pillow for Valentine's Day. There's a sweetest candy deal for you right now with My Pillow's incredible Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as twenty nine ninety eight. A set of pillowcases only nine ninety eight, and a my pillow mattress topper for as little as ninety nine ninety nine. They also have blankets in a variety of colors, styles, and sizes. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. Don't let love hurt. Get your loved one the luxurious Giza Dream Sheets today by going to MyPillow.com or by calling 800-658-4965, code Howie. Don't just take my word for it. If you don't love it, you could always return it with MyPillow's 60-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-658-4965 or go to MyPillow.com. And don't forget to use the code Howie. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Car Show will be right back. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. 
Putting them in the Melnia Cass Recreation Center. 844-500-4242. Meanwhile, uh, Harvard's diversity chief, diversity chief and inclusion officer, Sherry Ann Charleston. She was recruited from uh, the University of Wisconsin, Madison. And... uh, her husband is currently the University of Wisconsin-Madison's Deputy Vice Chancellor for Diversity and Inclusion. I wonder what they make together. They probably make well, well over a million dollars a year. But they're really, I'm sure they're really great scholars. Really great scholars. I'm, I'm sure they've done. And apparently the thing that they say that they, uh, they, they plagiarized or she plagiarized her own work was uh, in the Journal of Negro education, which has the same findings, methodology, and survey subject descriptions included in LaVar Charleston's original paper, The Complaint Charges. I'm shocked. Shocked, I tell you. 844-500-4242. Paul, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Paul. Howie, I wish I could disseminate that jive you were just speaking there because I couldn't. Uh, it, the state troopers, uh, we, I think they wish that they could have uh, uh, got their hands on this diversity and equity gig. They would have probably protected them a little bit better than what they're wrapped up in now. But uh, I'm calling because I deliver the food for my buddy. I've called a number of times and given an right. update. I, te- I texted you uh, uh, a picture on your text line of uh, hot bags that we deliver the meals in. And the, the, the National Guard is supposed to clean up, you know, from lunch to breakfast, breakfast uh, breakfast to lunch, lunch to supper. That used to be my job when I was in high school. Though I wasn't in the National Guard. They called me a busboy. Yeah, absolutely. And they, we've elevated now to hotels and National Guard monitoring. I came in with the breakfast Sunday morning, and in front of me was 150 meals in hot bags piled on a table. I sent you a picture. I don't know if you got it of Saturday's lunch and supper. Now, we delivered 216 meals to them for lunch and for supper. Yeah. There were 115 meals left there on the table. That's just one hotel. I had Usually, they, they're cleaned up, they're thrown out when, when I get to the next... What are they uh, eating, Paul, you know, if they're not eating the free stuff? I mean, I know it's all free one way or another because they got EBT cards, but where, where are they, they getting they, their food? Yeah, I'm telling you, when I pull it up at the hotels with the food, they got, they're they getting out of Ubers with bags and bags full. I saw the kids coming across. Uh, I, I'm out in Lexington right now with uh, the, uh, the A-loft here. And the clothes that they're wearing. Uh, oh, I know. Everybody says that. Jackets. They're right. all jazzed up, you know? Right. And, and, you know, now I think that the governor or the mayor admitted yesterday that 25% of these people are single men. This, this, you know, they're, they're not migrants and they're not families. And they're not here to do the jobs Americans won't do. All lies. Thanks for the call, Paul. I'm Howie Carr.